BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. We did it. We time traveled to yesterday. Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. podcast my name is deandre nicolette i'm the host of manifest daily if you guys are new here welcome i'm so excited to have you guys here tuned in listening to the potty okay period and if you are an og listener hey girl hey hey boy hey welcome back i'm so excited to have you guys back for another episode y'all know what it is y'all know what to do okay i am so excited for today's episode because frankly i feel like my little impromptu episodes are why did I just say are <laughs> just so weird just now anyways I feel like my impromptu episodes are honestly the best kinds like the best episodes simply because I don't know like whenever I get an idea and I just want to jump on the mic and record I feel like that's when y'all always hit me up with the messages saying like I really resonated with that episode so much because it's coming from like that pure passion in the moment y'all know when you feel away and it's like you are just so passionate about what you have to say in that moment that is exactly the type of energy that these specific episodes are infused with so i feel like y'all just resonate with it a little bit more than just like the regular planned ones which which i'll still love anyways but i feel like these ones just have a different flavor to them like a a different a different zest it's kind of like when i told y'all about my pesto recipe and i was like the secret ingredient is to put a little bit of lemon juice and a little bit of lemon zest in there and it just gives it a little chef's kiss a little something different okay a little something a little what is that in the background girl is that pepper no baby it's that lemon zest okay period so today it is one of those impromptu episodes and it's a little bit different because as you guys know for like the million time i feel like i just say it in like every episode now but i am recording these as like video episodes that go live on youtube as well so typically when i would get my little impromptu episode moments i would just whip out my mind 
mic. I'd usually be in my robe, honestly. My hair would just usually be in my bonnet or something like that. And I would sit down on the couch and just record a random episode for y'all. But now, you know, I had the urge and I said, let me actually still record a video. Like I knew it would take me a little extra time. Like I had to get ready. You know, I was in my robe and my bonnet. I had just finished my lunch, but I said, let me go ahead and get ready. You know, put on some makeup, sit in front of the camera, set up my ring light, all that good stuff. Because there is like a little storm brewing outside like y'all can't tell but it it looks like really really dark outside and it's only five o'clock right now and typically the sun is like super bright at this time but no not right now so i have to whip out the ring light and do all the things but i think it's worth it just to have you know the video episode for those for for those of y'all that tune into the video episodes like y'all can still see this on video even though it's like one of the impromptu episodes like y'all can still catch the vibes you feel me so today I wanted to really quickly, and I say quickly because every time I say quickly, it ends up being like a 30, 45 minute episode, but that's what we love about podcasts, baby. Okay, that's really what we love about podcasts. Longer, the better, at least for me. But I really wanted to chat with y'all about authenticity today. This is such another buzz thing, right? I, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of like messages online recently about like, be your authentic self, be your authentic self. And I think that in a world where there's so much noise, right? I always talk about social media because y'all know that's like such a huge part of our culture these days is social media and the media in general. But with social media, there's just so much noise present. And I think it's very, very easy to be confused, right? When someone says, just be yourself, just be yourself. It's like, well, who am I? Especially if you're in a season of really trying to figure out yourself, right? Trying to think about the person that you want to become, trying to think about what are the things that you value? What are the things that matter to you? When someone says, just be yourself, it seems like a very easy enough and simple enough statement, but oftentimes it can create a lot of anxiety then you're like, girl, I don't know who I am. <laughs> like, who should I be in this moment, right? And I always tell y'all back in the day, back in the day, like literally like two years ago, when I first started this podcast, I actually had a couple different names to it. And again, if you've ever listened from like episode one, you will like hear the difference in terms of how I speak, how I express myself. I have always been very true to myself in any season. But I think in the early days of this podcast, I was a little bit guarded with how I wanted to share myself on this space or in this space rather. I think that I was in a place where I was creating and cultivating this business, right? And it was around business coaching and I thought that you had to portray a certain type of persona online to be taken seriously, which I think many of us do. If you are an entrepreneur, if you are in a nine to five job, like however you identify in terms of your career, I think that when it comes to the professional space, we all kind of like, we show up a certain way to work, right? It's a time and place for everything. And especially when you're in a professional space, it's a time and place for how you wanna show up there, especially if you try and get business, baby. It's about the coin now and you can't be acting the fool if you're trying to get the coin, okay, that's it. So when I was in that space and I was like trying to do the business coaching and do all this stuff, I knew I had the knowledge, right? I knew I had the, the background, the education, the expertise, the experience, in order to help someone start, cultivate, grow a business and a brand. But what I wasn't sure of was how do I bring myself to the table? You hear a lot of people these days talking about personal branding, which is so important. And whether or not you have a business or not, I think personal branding is really important because 
we're all online. We're all to some extent showing and cultivating a personal brand simply by what we put online, right? And simply by how we show up online. At the time, I was really just thrown for a loop with like, okay, here is my business and here are my offerings and here's how I'm talking about this thing, right? But then there's also Deandra who shows up a certain way, who's like goofy, who is very like blunt, but she's also serious, but she's also funny, but she like, I just had like, we all are very multi-dimensional individuals and beings. And at the time I was really struggling with like, how do I show up as myself, the goofy, funny person, while also showing people that I can be that professional and I can take your business seriously and you can take me seriously. And at the time, like now looking at it, it's like very simple to me. It's such a simple equation. It's like, you can do both. Like there is no pick or choose between showing up as yourself and showing up as a professional in your space and being an expert in your field. But at the time, I really felt I had to sugarcoat. And I think another part of it too is really sort of like the, how do I put this? The the way that I think sometimes black women are viewed in certain professional spaces, that also used to play a heavy part in my struggle with how I showed up online. Oftentimes, you know, I would want to come on and speak like myself and be like myself and be goofy, but I didn't want people to be like, oh, like she can't be taken seriously as a black woman. She's unprofessional because she speaks like this and because she shows up like this. And that was something that, yes, it was an insecurity of mine and something that I internalized, but also at the end of the day, it's not all on me. It's definitely a bigger part of society. There is definitely more at play there in terms of like race and color and being a minority in a certain space where honestly the majority of women that I saw around me were white women. Showing up as myself felt like I had to give just a little bit, right? Give enough so people knew I was real and people knew I was being transparent and people knew I was showing up as myself, but also not give too much where I felt like I was crossing that line of what I at the time deemed to be unprofessional. And now, if you really compare how I like speak and how I show up and how I present in that time, like right episode one, episode 10, even episode 17, even to now episode, what is this? 132, I believe, or 131. I'm not sure. I'll put, I, I'm pretty sure this is, yeah, this is 132. If you compare how I'm showing up then and now it's not necessarily night and day but it's you can just tell i'm much more open i'm much more just transparent with my personality and honestly i am in a space where i really don't care who likes how i show up or not and i think that has made the biggest difference authenticity i think a huge part of authenticity isn't necessarily that you don't know who you are. That's part of it, right? I think, again, if you're going through a period of trying to figure out like who you are, who you want to show up as, what you value, um, all of these different things in any particular space that you are in life, that's obviously a huge part of it because if you are still struggling to like figure those things out, it's really hard to like feel like you're showing up authentically. But at the same time, I, I believe a huge part of authenticity or showing or feeling like we're showing up authentically is feeling like we don't care how other people perceive us, right? And not in a way of like, 
you know, you can act a fool because you just really don't care. You can do that too. You can do whatever you want, baby. Okay, period. But what I mean is like, once you start to get rid of the fears that people will judge you, once you, you know what, scratch that. Once you realize not everybody is for you, I think that is what gives you the absolute permission to show up as yourself in whatever form that looks like. And even when you're figuring out like, what do I look like in this season? you can still show up authentically. In my current season, honestly, I have been figuring things out. Like literally, I remember moving here and having, experiencing this like existential crisis. There was a good, I wanna say it was like a month. I can't remember what month it was. It might've been, it actually was around my birthday. I think I talked about this in an episode where recently I cried again. <laughs> um, but I was talking about how I was really struggling with where I was because I felt in some ways like a failure. I felt like I had done all these things, but yet somehow I was behind in life. I was behind in terms of like, obviously, you know, feeling behind means you're in the comparison mode, but I was in comparison mode and I was feeling behind, but I just was really struggling with where I was and I didn't know who I was supposed to be in this season because everything that I was so used to using to label myself as was no longer part of my reality, right? So I would, I I was used to the label of a girlfriend. I was used to the label of so, like a Bostonian. I was used to the label of at one point in time, a full-time entrepreneur and those things were stripped, right? And so once you're stripped of certain labels and you're entering a new chapter, and I talk about this in an episode recently, I forget what it's called, I think it's something new chapter. Y'all look it up, it's, it's on a podcast. If you, so I talk about that in that space, like going into a new chapter and how when you're stripped of everything that you know yourself to be it's often really tough because you're like okay well I once identified with all of these labels and now what labels do I use now what do I do um and we are such a label driven society and and world not even society like a world like we use labels to identify and to categorize everything from our names, those are labels, from the things that we name, you know, the existing beings outside of us. So dogs, cats, flowers, we have names for the different birds. There are even, you know, uh, professions where people go out and identify the different species of birds, which are just labels. And so all of the things that we, experience in this world, we categorize in some way, shape or form by labels, even the hierarchy, the categorization of our career, right? The things that we used to use for comparison, like how we say, okay, I'm behind or I'm ahead of whatever. We need labels in order to figure out where we are on that hierarchy that we have created. So labels play a huge part. And when you are essentially stripped of any one label that you once identified with in any particular season, it's often a really tough adjustment because you're like, okay, well, what do I do now, right? Who am I now at this point honestly you guys i feel like when i was going through that period it was really tough because i was like how do i show up authentically in this season and that was around the time that i took a really pretty long break on instagram in terms of i wasn't really posting consistently because i didn't know what to post right i would take a picture of something or i would create a graphic of something or i would go on stories and i would make something and it would feel really awkward i would be like is this me is this something that old me would post this is something that the person that i'm becoming in this new chapter wants to post like 
I don't know. And everything just felt really weird and topsy-turvy and really awkward. And even things down to my daily habits and routines, it was like, I just didn't know who I wanted to be. And so I had to figure out in that new season what authenticity looked like to me. And now I've kind of found my groove in this new chapter. And like I said, the, the initial stage of a new chapter is often like a little wobbly. It's often like a child who's first learning to walk, right? You might stand up a little bit, your knees might give out a little bit and you might tumble over. You just have to know that there will be progression and you will eventually be able to take those steps and walk. So when you're in that in-between, you can show up authentically by nurturing yourself and by trying to ask yourself those questions. What feels good to me? What maybe in my last chapter was I doing that no longer feels good to me that I no longer want to continue? What is something that I didn't do before that I really want to get into and I want to start and I want to continue? There have been so many things that I have changed about my life and about how I operate in this new chapter, new season, but there's so many things that have stayed the same because they simply feel good to me. For example, this podcast, it's a new chapter, but I still like creating the podcast. And so that feels like showing up authentically to me because it's something that I still resonate with. It's, it's something that still feels good to me. So when you're in that in between, I would say like asking yourself those questions and giving yourself the grace and knowing that you are in a transition and transition and <laughs> transitory period and allow yourself that grace to transition and not feel so pressured to show up as who you once were or to quickly figure out who you are now. That being said, showing up authentically is really about just like losing your fucks for what everyone else thinks. You, if you sit there and you literally weigh every single decision about how you want to show up, what you want to do, what you want to wear, what you want to eat, what you want to post based on what you think people are gonna say or do, you are gonna stop yourself from doing a lot of things that you might wanna do. I remember this is like a small example, but at one point in time when I first started the Manifest Daily Instagram, I had a personal Instagram that was just at DeAndre Nicolette, which I have disabled or I like deactivated for about a year now, maybe a year and a half. But when I first started the Manifest Daily one, I didn't wanna post like, personal things on it because I thought no one cares to see that like I have to post about how to manifest like x y and z like I can't talk about me too much and then it got to the point where over time I realized that the most authentic way for me to help you guys along your journey is to share what I've been doing along my journey because I'm someone where I learn from watching others. I learn from visualization. I learn from like watching, literally seeing something evolve and unfold like before my eyes. When someone can sit and tell me a story about how they did something, it is so helpful to me because even though I may not do exactly what they do to get to the end result that they do, I can look at what they did and pick out the things that resonate with me, that feel good to me, and sort of use their journey as a map. I realized quickly enough that once I was sharing things about my day, even as mundane as it may seem to myself, it was really taking people along this journey of what I am personally experiencing and how I've navigated this path in order to share a map of sorts for you guys. And this is not to say that I'm at the end of the journey because then I would be dead, like literally speaking, 
but I am navigating this journey. And as I go along, I share what I want because I realized that even though, for example, today I shared like something about paint samples, like I'm talking about doing an accent room in the new apartment, even though it doesn't have anything to do with manifestation specifically, like, oh, like this is how you, like you, like we're not talking about like five steps to manifest something. We are talking about something that I have manifested and I'm taking you guys along the journey of like what I'm doing now that I've manifested that thing. It is so interesting to me that at one point in time, I used to feel so afraid to share anything personal or anything that had to do with the behind the scenes or my day. But I often find that when I do that, I actually connect with you guys on like a deeper level because then y'all will like share y'all um, like your accent walls with me or like your wallpaper with me or be like, oh, I love that. And then we start conversations and it's so natural and it flows in such a beautiful way. Honestly, you guys, I, I, I don't want to make this episode super, super long because I really just wanted to like touch on that point of authenticity. If you feel like you are struggling with authenticity, I would ask you, are you struggling with showing up as yourself or are you struggling with barricading yourself from posting certain things, saying certain things, doing certain things that you feel like might upset other people? And if that's the case, then why are you afraid to upset those people? And why do you think those people are gonna be upset? If someone really, is your friend, is a family member that chooses to support you. I honestly think that as long as you're making decisions that aren't, you know, like dangerous to yourself or others, then they should support you. They should want to help you navigate that new chapter. They should want to help you unfold. They should want to help you expand your mind, expand your experience in this lifetime. And if we're just sitting here doing things for the pleasure of other people or doing things for the validation of other people, we're never going to live a fulfilling life. Could you imagine? Like, literally, I remember reading this thing. It was about like what people who are very close to death, what is their, like their biggest regrets in life? And hands down, the number one biggest regret every single time is that people live the life for other people, is that they made decisions in their life, big decisions, whether it be where to go to school, whether or not they should go to school, who to marry, what to do for their career, all these big decisions based on not what they wanted in their heart, not what they felt like was aligned for them, but what other people said they should do. And honestly, I don't think any of us should be living for other people. Again, I know it's always easier said than done because you may be in a certain situation where that like having like following someone else's direction is what is keeping you financially afloat, for example, or what is keeping you in an actual like giving you residence or something like that. So it's not always easier said than done. But if you have the opportunity and if you have the, the privilege to be able to make decisions for yourself, based on what you want and not based on what your parents want, not based on what your friends want, not based on what people on social media want, then I absolutely believe you should do that. It is not worth it to live a life that is solely for other people because then you end up waking up one day realizing that you never did the things that you really wanted to do. That is it, my loves. That is my episode on authenticity. I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. It was just like one of those moments where I was feeling very much inspired, very much like I just want to get on and chat with you guys about this thing because I was, I was really feeling it. And I think what prompted me to record this episode was actually that a couple of you recently messaged me and it was like you sent messages along the lines of like, 
I'm so glad I found someone who has a podcast where like they're talking to me like I'm their friend or I'm so glad I found someone like it was like messages like that where a lot of you guys feel like the way I speak and the way that I convey my knowledge, my experience, my messages, share my thoughts, my opinions, whatever, it comes across like we friends because maybe we is. Okay, like I always tell y'all, okay, I would hold some tea or some coffee or a drink right now, but I gotta hold the mic, okay? I gotta hold the mic. I always say like, grab, grab a water, grab a shot of tequila if you must. I don't know what time it is. Okay, maybe it might be 10 a.m., but get that shot of tequila if you must, okay? But I always say, it's like we sitting down and we just having a chat. We just having a chat because I don't ever want to come across like I know everything because girl, I don't know everything. Okay, I know, I know enough. <laughs> I know enough to get through my little life right here, but I do not know everything. Also too, I think like, I don't know. I just personally like to just chat. You know what I mean? Like if y'all ever meet me in life, Y'all would know, I just be chatty, okay? I'm the type of person where it's like, I'm at the, the grocery store, I'm chatting it up with a cashier, I'm talking about, girl, how your day going? Like, what's going on? Oh, it's crazy? Oh, wait, what? What was happening? And they giving me tea all of a sudden, I'm like, what's going on in the store? That type of stuff. I'm that person, and I feel like I just like to bring that energy everywhere because literally we're all just human beings navigating this world. Like, nobody is better than anybody else. Nobody, like, even the people who, like, you think have it all figured out, they don't. They don't got it all figured out. Trust me, they got problems too. They have woes and stressors and all this stuff going on. It might be different than yours, but trust me, they have stuff going on too. So I never like to, you know, talk to anyone or treat anyone like I'm somehow better or know more than them because no, like we're all, we're all just like little human beings on this earth trying to figure it out and really be ain't gonna never figure out nothing. And then it's, and then that's just it, which I think is also a very freeing thought for me personally, because then I'm just like, honestly, that makes you just realize that like, you're just here to learn, to live, to have fun to explore, to experience. And like I said, a lot of that can't happen if you're limited by this whole fear of like, oh my God, what are people gonna think of me? What are people gonna, uh, whatever. Like, just do what you gotta do, okay? Because at the end of the day, if you like let people stop you from, especially from chasing your dreams, that's the one that really gets me is when we let other people stop us from pursuing a certain dream or a certain vision that we have, don't let people do that to you. And it's not people letting you do that. It's you letting yourself do that and trying to blame it on this outside source of like people when really it's you, maybe you got a fear. Maybe you're afraid. Maybe you're afraid and you just want to say it's other people that's stopping you from doing whatever you want to do. But don't do that because life is way too short. We're here for such a small blip of time. And on top of that, we don't personally know how much time we each individually have that I'm like, live your best life, baby girl, live your best life. Like go travel, eat some good food, order some sushi. Okay. Like just, just do what you want to do and allow yourself to grow, expand, elevate in this life. Every single new chapter, learn something new and take from that. Um, and don't, don't be hindered by this whole, you know, judgment from others. Because if anyone is ever judging you for going after what you want and for trying to do something that makes you happy, they're very, very, very miserable as a person. I'm sure they, they're probably just very jealous that you're doing that and don't know how to say, 
help me, give me advice. And instead of them asking for advice or telling you that they're jealous and they want you to help them, they're just mad. And that's and that's a them thing. They gotta deal with that on their own. And you can't really do nothing about that. Like really, you, you just can't. Anyways, you guys, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed this one as well. Let's see, come find me on Instagram. If you enjoyed this one, let me know. Come over on YouTube as well. You guys, I know I told you already, but we have this goal of 1,000 subscribers by the end of Q3, I almost said Q1. Oh Lord, Q3, which is the end of September. We did this math last time, you guys. I wanna say Q3 is the end of September. And y'all, we just started August, okay, as I'm recording this. But as you guys are hearing this, I'm pretty sure it will be the end of August. So I hope we're at 500 by now. <laughs> we will be, you guys, we will be. So thank you so much for your support, for listening to this podcast, for tuning in, for subscribing to the YouTube channel, for all of the things. I truly, truly, truly appreciate you. Um, and yes, my loves. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So I'm like not going to make a whole episode on it. I'll just tell you guys like real quick, just because it's like, it doesn't really affect you guys, but I think it's, it's an accomplishment. And I honestly feel like, you know what it is? It's the fact that I am working on this myself. I tend to downgrade my accomplishments or not celebrate my accomplishments enough. And I know I tell you all this all the time, like celebrate your wins, whether they be small or bigger, celebrate them all. But I do personally have a tendency to not <laughs> celebrate my own wins. Um, so yeah, but I actually just signed a contract with this. What is it? Like they're like a podcast host network. They actually found my podcast and they reached out and they were like, y'all, we like love your episodes. We love your content. And so that's when I was telling you guys on Instagram, like I was like, oh, let me know if you guys have trouble playing the podcast because I'm moving hosts. I didn't move my hosts because anything was wrong. My old host actually really loved uh, my old host, which is Libsyn. If you guys host podcasts or you are looking for like a podcast host because like, you want to start a podcast, Libsyn is amazing. Like I love their, like I just love their platform. And they actually just rolled out like a new like design and backend for their platform. But anyways, I had an amazing experience over on Libsyn, but part of the contract with this new like network was that I actually had to host my podcast on their platform. And so what this is, is that it's going to actually, as we grow, just open the doors for me to be able to monetize the podcast is really what it is. And this is, <laughs> it's so funny because this is actually one of my bigger goals. I never really spoke about it much because I don't know, I just like never really spoke about it much. And now that I'm working with them, granted you guys, it's like the, the way the numbers are in podcast world, cause I know it's different than like YouTube. And if you're familiar with like YouTubers and how much money YouTubers make and all that stuff, it's not, it's not the same. And it's not the same in podcast world. It's like, you have to have like a million downloads type stuff. And I don't have a million downloads, but I will say that this whole experience and like, um, working with this new host and being able to even like have them reach out to me to like provide the opportunity is really amazing because frankly my numbers are really small compared to a lot of like bigger shows that get signed with like networks or go onto networks and things like that so i am so grateful because it's kind of like i managed to find my foot in the door when honestly i know it's a divine opportunity because the way it happened my foot like in a in a natural worlds where miracles and God and the universe aren't at play, my foot would have never been in this door. Like they would have never found me. 
And the way it all happened, it really unfolded beautifully. And so that being said, I got my little foot in the door. And what that means is that, like I said, as we grow, um, I will be able to monetize this podcast. And I think that is a beautiful thing because I am someone who I'm such a fan of you guys. Like if ever there's something that you're passionate about that you do, whether it's content creation, whether it's a clothing line, a skincare brand, like I'm also doing whatever it is. If you ever want to get to the point where you are monetizing that content, I'm so for it. I think sometimes there's a backlash. At least I see this on YouTube sometimes where uh, people might be upset when YouTubers have like sponsored content and things like that. And I'm never one to be upset when someone has sponsored content in their video. Frankly, the work that I know YouTubers put into making content, especially consistent content, it's a lot of work. And so when I see content creators, especially smaller content creators, getting sponsorships, like getting brand deals, things like that, I am so happy for them because it's like, you worked your ass off and now you're getting paid for it. And that is such a beautiful thing. And we all know that money and abundance is energy. And so the way I see it is that I'm putting out energy. I'm giving you guys content. I'm giving you guys experiences. I'm sharing, I'm having these beautiful conversations and I'm making friendships. So I've received a lot of abundance from this podcast through way of connections so far. So friendships, like some of my closest friends I've met through the online space, through hosting this podcast, through having them as guests on my podcast, things like that. And that is so beautiful. And now I'm going to also be able to call and act like money, like what we call money in this world, in this life, so that I can put it towards making the show better, right? And doing more things. Like I really want to, and I'll tell you guys some of the stuff I wanna have, wanna do in 2022 for the podcast, but they will take funding <laughs> and it would be nice to have the podcast like pay for the events that the podcast wants to host. I'm saying it like the podcast is a person, but y'all get it. Y'all get it. So anyway, so I just wanted to like say that because it is literally only because you guys listen <laughs> to the podcast that this is even possible. And while we're still a very small independent show in this like big podcast world. And while there are so many celebrities coming into space and bigger YouTubers and bigger content creators. And sometimes I feel almost kind of like, oh my gosh, like I'm such a small fish in like this big pond. And sometimes when it's like the bigger fishes over in the other pond come over to the podcast pond, I sometimes feel like a little fair. I won't even lie because it's kind of like, oh my gosh, like I'm already like, I literally have built this up. I don't want like my listeners to go away or something like that. I want like, that's sometimes a fear of mine. It really is. But then I have to remember like to think abundantly, right? There's more than enough airs to go around. Like we have time. Like I don't just listen to one podcast. I listen to multiple podcasts and I love discovering new ones. So I always like tell myself that too. I'm like, just because like other people are coming in and they may be bigger and they may have like a huge listener base to start because maybe they've been built up their audience on YouTube already, or maybe they are a celebrity and they already have like a built-in audience base doesn't necessarily take away from my listenership and the connections that I've built here. And I just have to always remind myself of that. But you guys just really grateful. I think that, like I said to you guys, a lot of doors are just opening and there it's like small, it's like slow and steady. And I think one thing about my journey is that it's been slow and steady. There have been moments where I question, like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Is it worth the time and energy and not just podcast related things, but just in life. And I think that I will often get these little nuggets of just like proof that things are happening, even though 
in my eyes, it can seem stagnant at times. Yeah, that's just a reminder to also keep going if those of you, um, if there are any people out there that are listening, any of you guys that maybe are content creators and you just started, like I said, I just started my YouTube basically. So I'm also starting from like the bottom over on YouTube and I plan to build that up just as much as I built the podcast. And if it takes two years, if it takes five years, I definitely want to do some cool stuff over there. So yeah, but I just want to tell you guys to keep going. And that was just an accomplishment that I recently experienced that I was really happy about. I just, yeah, it, it's something that I've wanted for a while and when it happened i don't think i've really acknowledged that's happened i think sometimes like i have things i have goals like really big goals or stuff like that and then it happens because i work really hard and i get to a certain place and i'm such a like goal-oriented individual that sometimes it's hard to pause and actually reflect and feel good about the goals that i've accomplished or pause and actually like soak in the happiness of the current moment because i'm so focused on that next goal especially with like what just happened and i'm like oh my gosh i have to like get to these many downloads per episode so that i can actually like monetize in the way that i want to um things like that but yeah i feel like that can't be the only focus because obviously the focus has to be on the smaller things right on the actual content on the actual uh, relationships cultivated with you guys on me focusing on not necessarily the goalposts themselves but on cultivating an experience that I want so that I can like get to the goalposts in a very aligned way and not just in a way that's not aligned with me so yes my loves that is it that is everything and now this podcast episode is almost 45 minutes long I was wanting this to be a short one, but we all know y'all girl, your girl be rambling. Okay, your girl be rambling. But I want to thank you guys so, so much for tuning into this episode again, for supporting the podcast, for listening, for sharing, for subscribing to YouTube. It all really like every time I say like, I really appreciate you. I truly, truly do because it literally is like there's in terms of my goals, like some of my goals, it's like there is a part of it where you guys play a part in it. There, There's a part of my goals where you play a part in it. And that comes from the supportive side of my goals, right? So listening to the podcast, subscribing to YouTube, watching the videos, etc. So really want to thank you for that because I know it's time and time is money, baby. Time is energy and y'all don't got no time to waste. Okay, y'all don't got no time to waste. I feel you. I feel you on that. So I appreciate you being here. Anyways, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the podcast if you have not already, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, where else? It's like everywhere now, all the things. And I will chat with you guys in the very next episode. Bye, my loves.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.